Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities. And as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Today and maybe the next two Sundays, I want us to talk about healing. Yeah, because now everyone is going through the healing pack. So, who wants to be sick? No one. Okay. Who, who wants to experience supernatural health? Yeah, everyone. Because sickness is not of God. Sickness is of the devil. Sickness will take your money, will take your time, will take your joy. It makes you unable to do the things you, you should be doing. So I want you to know that God has provided atonement in the Bible for healing. Amen. We don't teach about it often, but I want us to look at it because when, as we've been doing the healing path, realize that there's going to be an infusion of health into the whole church. Amen. Supernatural health. And, and don't be like that person says, I mean, I can afford to go to the clinic. Look, there are no one, yeah. Doctors of God, Luke was a doctor, but even doctors, they will tell you there are some things they are like, this one we can't handle. So let's, you shouldn't wait for the ones that doctors can't handle. We should practice our faith for supernatural health every day. Amen. Yesterday in Imbarara, someone was testifying. If you go and watch the video, you'll see the testimony. This gentleman was uh, uh, was a, a functional sinner. Okay? Yeah, like he was sinning properly. Without fear, favor, or fever. So, everything, alcohol, drugs. So one, one time he was going home drunk and he was knocked by a car and both his legs got injured. He says all he remembers was being knocked and the next thing is he's in hospital. So they started working on him and the doctors gave him six months to be able to walk again. So I was like, okay, six months, I will wait. Now, so a friend of his came and checked on him, and he wasn't doing well. He asked him things here and there, but he says he didn't judge him. Instead, he invited him for missional community. The best thing in worship service is the missional community. What people say, MC. When you hear MC, they are talking about the missional community. Yeah, so if you are not in a missional community, you are missing out on the best thing in worship harvest. So anyway, he goes for MC and they were watching MC live. You know, usually we are seated there talking and I was on that MC live with Pastor B3. So we made the altar call and he got saved. 
This was Friday. Mm-mm, Wednesday. MC Live. On Friday, that Friday, he came for Leaders Camp Night. Do you remember Leaders Camp Night? It's coming back. It's just that we've been traveling too much and disrupted the flow. So he comes for Leaders Camp Night, and Leaders Camp Night, unlike Night of Hope, where we purposefully do ministry to those categories. Leaders Camp Night, we are teaching about leadership. So I was teaching, 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 and then we, we are closing. So I asked people who had any sickness, like I will ask you today, to touch where the pain is or where the sickness is. Are you following? I'm relating the story because the way he told it with the interpretation, it's too long. I will have asked them to play the video, but then it will take a long part of the service. But the sermon has begun for those who are thinking it hasn't. So he touched his knees, his legs. He was using crutches at the time. And he needed a lot of help to move. I don't even know how they got him to leaders camp night. But his shepherd is Mark Karamira. Very good guy. So shepherds, bring your people to leaders camp night and other programs. You never know what God is serving. So anyway, and garage. Hey, what a garage. I send greetings to all those in the uh, 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 galleries. Thank you for... They are being missionaries. We are like, go and sit there until the gallery is full. Yeah. Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, ends of the earth. So, you start inside the auditorium. So, he touched his legs and went home. Nothing changed at that, at that point. So when he was sleeping, someone remind me the detail. He had a dream, and what happened in the dream? Yeah, I am I the one? I, I. So in the dream, I was telling him to rise up and, and, and run. In a dream, this is a dream. I've prayed for him at night. He's dreaming on Friday night. He has gone home with his. So in the morning, somebody say in the morning, when he woke up, he, he, he wasn't thinking about what he was doing, but he just got up from the bed and started walking. And this was only a month into the accident when he was given six months. He just woke up and started walking. So when he was walking around, that's when it hit him. You're not supposed to be walking. Then he remembered the dream. Then he remembered the prayer in leaders' camp nights. So I'm telling you the story for you to know that God heals. Amen. And it is his will to heal. Now, Bridget, one of our shepherds, Shepherd Bridget Rukwebe, please come and share your quick testimony. 
I tell ya. Woohoo! This is Bridget from Chira Zone. Where are the Chira pastors? Come and come and stand with your shepherd. Okay, go ahead. Let me see. You're good to go. The lamp has won. Praise the Lord. They've been given one minute, so I'll jump right into it. Uh, 2020, 2019, I had these girls. They are twins. I couldn't bring both of them. You can see why. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, at around nine months, we noticed this little girl's eye was swaying, like south of the Sahara. Like it was completely off. I had shared a few pictures with the media team. Media team. Of course, like any parent, you you devastated. And it was totally cross, cross, like completely cross. So, during MC time, Pastor B3 and Apmo, I hear Apmo, Apostle uh, and Apostle Moses uh, declared, uh, and it was particularly Pastor B3 who was saying this, there is a cross eye and it's going to align. It took no time. Meanwhile, we had visited the optician and they did something with her and it wasn't just working. We did patching. It wasn't working. But it was like this and it instant. I feel like my mic is clearer. Uh, in addition to that... Hey! In addition to that, myself, 2020, I had a serious pain in my chest stiffness and all that I couldn't breathe so when I went I visited the doctor I was told hmm, are you, do you have a history of heart issues and all that after asking for an x-ray they noticed that my heart had enlarged it, is, it was twice its size now twice its size means like it was as big as my two hands it was really huge so of course panicked stressed but I remember saying it's going to be okay I'm not going to take in this report still again in one of the MC moment during MC apostle spoke healing and I just grabbed that word and ran with it when we went to see the heart doctor of course keeping so many other things um, he was like okay you're going to start on treatments. We're going to do something uh, to see what has been affected, what's causing it. So we have to look for a cause. Of course, they started all that. I remember Pastor Kia one time found me so devastated and she said, it is okay. She was my shepherd then. And before you know it, when I went again to another, it was like, wait a second. These x-rays cannot be for the same person. Do another one. I did another one. And my heart had gone back to its normal shape. As if that's not enough, the last one. My daughter was diagnosed with autism at age five. She couldn't talk at age seven, no word. Devastated again, but I want to tell you she's 13 now and joining secondary mainstream. Out of the word of Apostle. Out of the word of Apostle, which I took when he was praying. For the candidates, that was the last year but one. He was praying for the candidates and I just went with that word. And after year five, my daughter just started thriving. She can relate. She plays with her children. 
all the whatever reports the assessments people had done which I also had done because I also decided to specialize in that she went against all the odds she can talk she can relate she's in class she's studying she's right now she has even traveled because she plays well with children so I'm really thankful God has been so good people is that how you celebrate Jesus for healing heart disease cross eyes autism oh no 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 let there be a celebration thank you Jesus yes amen the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Or is it the spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus? Every time you hear a testimony, take it as a prophecy. Yeah. That the same God who corrected cross eyes reduced the heart. Do you know that more people die of heart disease than cancer? You probably didn't know. Heart disease is the number one killer in America, not cancer. At least the last time I checked, unless it has changed. And, and, and autism. Uh, normal child now, doing everything a normal child should do. There is nothing impossible with God. Amen. Please sit down. Now, today I want us to, as we share, reflect on the fact that healing is part of the atonement. Now, atonement is a big word. Atonement, to atone is to suffer the penalty for sins. Thereby removing the effects of sin from the repentant sinner and allowing him or her to be reconciled to God. Jesus was the only one capable of carrying out atonement because he was without sin. That's where salvation comes from. Someone without sin is punished for your sin so that you can go scot-free. And not only go scot-free, but instead get blessed for what you don't deserve. That's the message of salvation. That's why salvation is by grace, righteousness is by faith. That is what Christianity is all about. It's not just another religion where they tell you all the things you must do to make God happy. Because that's what religion is about. Religion is about God is anointed. What must we do to reduce his anger and be able to talk, hear from him? You know something? All religions, and there are many. There is so many things you must do to allegedly to sort of connect with God. And then, but God gave Jesus his son, he paid for our failures. 
because of his love and said, I want to relate with these people. So instead of putting the demands on you, which you cannot fulfill, he took the responsibility and paid for all your sins. Some people argue against payment of future sins. Now, remember God knows the future. Now, if he's going to relate with you in the future, how, what, what is he going to do apart from paying for all your sins? Hebrews 10, 14. Says, by one offering, he has perfected for how long? Forever those who are being sanctified. Being sanctified means you are a work in progress. Sanctification is to be made holy, practically. You are being sanctified, but you are perfected. That's why marriage is equated to salvation. Any married people will tell you their spouse is being sanctified. They are on the, the different levels of sanctification. <laughs> Mercy, Lord. Galatians 3 says, For the law was our schoolmaster to bring us to Christ. Yeah? Give me that scripture. Some people need to see it. For the law was our schoolmaster to bring us to Christ. Our tutor to bring us to Christ that we might be justified by faith. Next verse. Whence goest thou unto the KJV right now? But after faith has come, we are no longer under our tutor. The law is the list of rules given to Moses. Now many of you think they are ten, but they are not ten. Unless it's because you don't read Leviticus. If you read Leviticus, you'll find out there are more than 600. And every day you break them freely, casually, without knowing. What a break. Why am I showing this scripture? Now, for the law was asked, who must have bring us Christ? Now, Ephesians 5, 20 something, says, for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, okay, 531, and the two shall become one flesh. Are you reading? Don't be WhatsApping when I'm preaching. Your phone may crash. Next verse. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. So he's showing us two systems. One system is the school system. Hmm? When do you get your certificate in the school system? After you have passed all the tests and exams, even these students here, they will tell you, no certificate until you've passed. Are you understanding? 
those who are not agreeing with me, it looks like you haven't finished school. You don't have a certificate from anything. When do you get your certificate in the school system? After you're only recognized as a demagogue who has done something when you've passed all the tests. And that's the law. That's the Old Testament. Now, Christ or the New Testament is equated to a marriage. When you are getting married, when did you get the certificate? Now, if you are staying with someone and you don't have a certificate, eh? this is a pastoral moment. If you are staying, who is that one trying to scare me? I'm not scared of you. Yeah, if you're staying with someone and you don't have a certificate, you are in the Old Testament. You want people to first pass pass the tests. You're driving, test driving without without a driver's license. What a shock! Don't look at your neighbor, but be suspicious if they look like they don't have a. Just look straight. The cross is our redemption. So, in Christ, in marriage, when do you get the certificate? You get it before you start. Before the reception. <laughs> so, Without before proving yourself whether you can cook, whether they don't know whether you can take out the rubbish. I'm told taking out the rubbish is supposed to be for the men. <laughs> uh, uh, they don't know whether you are able to shower twice a day. You know, some people they they only start showering after they get buried. Ah, look at your neighbor. Tell them I, I, I know I know some things. Yeah, they are here in church trying to look like. I, I refuse to be intimidated. Yeah, I think you know some people are so bold they can even come to service on Sunday morning without showering. But they want to be baptized. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, it is what it is. So the school system, which is the law. You know, that's why it's very dangerous to start sleeping with someone you're not properly married to. Because you're literally in Old Testament things. Yeah, they want you to first prove yourself before they can say, okay, let's take, let me take you and give you a certificate. But those of us who follow Jesus, we know you, it's by faith. You walk down, you haven't tried anything. And then you start. 
So, all of that to say, in Christ, you see, the certificate means you are certified. Yeah, you're, you're perfected. Now, in Christ, you're perfected before you start the journey of walking with him. Just like in marriage, you're perfected before you start the journey of, of, of living with someone. Does that make sense? Does it make little sense or a lot of sense? Could we have some volume on the middle fields, please? These people in the middle, they are not hearing me clearly. So, first sit down. So, I'm saying that the atonement includes healing. Now, let me show you some scriptures. Look at Psalm 103, verse 2 to 3, to show you something. What does it say? Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities, that's the sin part, who heals all your diseases. In both cases, there is all. So because when we come to Christ, mostly the thing we are aware of is the forgiveness of sins. Those who at least have been taught. Some people, they don't even know forgiveness of sins exists. But we are aware of forgiveness of sins, but we don't know that the same blood that was shed to forgive your sins was shed to heal your diseases. Same, same. And by the way, those of you are asking it in your head, you don't have to fall sick to die. Because some of you are thinking, how will I die if I don't fall sick? Who told you you have to fall sick to die? Jacob showed us how to die. Yeah. You bless all your children, put your legs up, put your head back, and die like that. At a good old age, that's how he died. He organized his death. His you know, don't die in a disorganized way. Die proper, die in an okay. You call all the people, bless them, etc. Put your head back and then die. Almost that's how John Wesley died. He was like 87 or 89. In an era when people used to die very young. John Wesley, all the people he thought would succeed him in the ministry died before him. All his the people he trained to succeed him, they all died and he was still going. Ah, say I will die in an organized way. At a ripe old age. So who forgives all your sins? Your iniquities? Who does what? Look at Isaiah 53 verse 5. Isaiah 53 verse 5. I'm just showing you two, three scriptures. About, because I know you have already understood. But I'm reinforcing the understanding. And what does it say? But he was wounded for our transgressions. Those are like sins. Okay. You know some of these Bible words, someone say, which ones are the transgressions? <laughs> there was a certain meeting where <laughs> let's not go there but he was <laughs> he was bruised for our iniquities all these are 
relate with sin. The chastisement for our peace now is dealing with not sin but the experience of life. Peace. You know, it used to be that we mostly focused on the sicknesses of the body. But now increasingly the sicknesses of the mind are becoming more and more difficult to deal with. People are depressed. People are having all sorts of mental illnesses. I want you to know don't embrace it and say me I'm like this. That's a lie from hell. The chastisement for your peace, your shalom, your wellness, your mental wellness was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. Are you seeing that the atonement covers both the sins and the sicknesses? Whether those are sicknesses of the body or sicknesses of the mind. Shout I'm understanding. Oh yes. Someone you're next in line for a miracle. You're next in line for a miracle. Yeah. Oh yes. So in both scriptures you've seen that the atonement takes care of the sin as well as the sickness. Self-contained. Have you ever found a self-contained bedroom? Yeah, the, the room is there plus the bathroom. So if one is sin, the other is sickness. They're both same, same. It's not for going outside. Are, you, are we together? Don't think Jesus will take care of my sin but as for the sickness. Yeah. You have to fight for your health. It's a fight of faith. Amen. Can I show you another one? First Peter 2.24 what a verse. Who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree. What is he dealing with? Sins. And then what does he say? That we having died to sins might live for righteousness. By whose stripes you were healed. It's like if he's dealing with sin he's also dealing with sickness. And today is not that day, but I want to tell you he's also dealing with poverty. Sin is bad. Sickness is bad. Poverty is bad. The same blood wiped out all three buds. I'm preaching better than you're listening. And you know, I just came to just share a little scripture here and there and, and and God is going to bless you big time. Oh yeah. You don't have to entertain sickness in your body. You know, sickness, because it is very experiential, it can almost defeat your faith. Yeah. 
Sometimes you need someone to hold your hand and say, we're going to fight. We're going to fight. Are you understanding? People who have ever suffered from an addiction will tell you. Sometimes you need someone to hold your hand when you are suffering from an addiction. You see, I don't know why this is coming up now because it's not part of my teaching. But if you are suffering from an addiction, the devil's aim is to make you feel so embarrassed by it and keep quiet about it so you don't seek help to make you feel like you're the worst person it's a lie it's a lie it's a lie that's why it says confess your thoughts one to another James 5.16 pray for one another that you may be healed so don't hide it confess it go to another brother or sister that you trust Confess it and start praying for one another. That's how you get healed. We've seen people healed from many years of smoking, weed, drinks. You know, the sweetness or bitterness of your drink reveals the state of your heart. There's a reason children like Fanta. And Mirinda Frutti. Meanwhile, some other people that drinks they take, you can even fuel a car. If you light it up like this, you just see a blue flame. Ah! You want to put fire in your belly? What a shock. So if you find that you are on the bitter spectrum of drinks, you need to talk to someone. There's something going on with your heart. It sounds like a joke, but it's true. I'm here for you. I'm, you see me I'm for you. I'm not against you. I, I. Amen. So healing is in the atonement. So he says, he bore our sins in his body on the tree. Tree there, they're talking about the cross, not a movile tree. Not avocado tree. On the tree that we having died to sins. How do we die to sins? By coming to him. What happens? Might live for righteousness. And then it says, by whose stripes you were healed. He takes it for granted. It's like the healing is already there. Now that's other things we will be discussing in the coming Sundays. I, I hope you will come back with a friend. But for example, let me just throw this out. All the healing you will ever need if you are born again is already in your spirit. That's why it says by whose stripes you were healed. Because you are reading saying, ah, oh, but I'm not yet. No, you are. It just needs to come out. Like if you have a well on your compound, all the water you need is in that well. But the dishes are not washed in the kitchen. Why? Because the water is in the well. Now, does it mean that you don't have water? You have water, it's just not where it is needed. And you need to do that little work of moving it from where it is to where it is needed. So you need to do that little work of moving the healing from your spirit to your soul and body. 
And for those of you who have an understanding, it now goes past your soul and body to your neighbors. You start distributing it. If you're born again, you have a healing ministry already. There's nothing like this man has a healing ministry, this one doesn't. All of us have a healing ministry. Why? Because we all carry healing in our... I'm preaching better than you listen. What? Why are people looking concerned? You know, you can be there thinking, but will I be healed? Why are you asking all the wrong questions? Start giving thanks that your healing is going to manifest. Oh, yes. My goodness, I'm, I'm feeling a certain spiritual excitement. I don't know whose it is. Let me show you a scripture. Romans 8, 11. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. Huh? But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, how does the spirit dwell in you? When you are born again. What does it say? He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies. Through his spirit dwells in you. In other words, if you're born again, you have life for your body. Wow. Who annoyed you this Sunday morning? You are not annoyed. Eh? Are you happy? Now, when you're happy, one of the things you must do, you have to tell your face about it. Face, tell these people we are happy. <laughs> Amen. You know, Isaiah, is it Isaiah what? 23, 10, 12, 12 3. Give me Isaiah 12:3. It may help someone in this section. Therefore, with joy, you draw water from the wells of salvation. Miracles don't happen in an environment of, of, of uh, sadness. So to draw water from the wells of you, there must be, you know, Jesus, when he, when he went to raise, no, not Lazarus, Jesus' daughter, do you know why he threw out the mourners? That it wasn't going to happen while people are mourning. He wa- collected all of them, hired criers, out, out, before he start raising this dead girl. Oh yes, I'm I'm just showing you how you're going to do ministry when you go out yourself. If you find oh, we are dead. You are dead. Dead people don't cry. You first usher them out before you start the operation. Environment matters. That's why you see here we don't sing those mournful songs. We sing Moko Moko Beti Tambo. Because the environment of joy is the environment of faith. Says the joy of the Lord is your strength. When you lose your joy, you lose your strength, and all you're left with is weakness. Shout, I'm joyful, and I know it. Back to my scripture. 
how do you know you have the spirit? When you're born again. What will happen? The spirit will give life. Does he say to your immortal body after Jesus' return? Motto. Your body, motto means the one that will die. The spirit will give life to your body which will one day die. Oh yes. Never normalize sickness. Oh yeah, it's a fight. You know there is this scripture I love very much because it applies to me. Deuteronomy 34.7 Moses was 120 years. You see that's why you should have been named Moses. When he died don't hate on the Moseses. You, you, can, you can just take it. Just take it. Say, Winnie was 120 years. His eyes were not dim. No, his natural vigor diminished. Oh, yes. So, for me also, I know that one day I'll stop using specs because I am moving into that scripture. I am, hey. Oh, yes. So, you can be rejoicing on my behalf. Because I'm, I'm going to live according to that scripture. I, I, I think it's a good scripture. Isn't it a good scripture? Yeah. Eyes not dim, natural vigor not diminished. Yeah. Some of you are younger than me, but you just little work and you're there collapsing. What a shock. You need to be strong and keep going. City to city, town to town, preaching the gospel village to village, country to country no diminishing of the natural vigor you understand this is not by you know psych it is scriptural so I hope you believe the scriptures look at James 5 14 to 15 he says, is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him. That's why we always have the zonal pastors and other MC leaders, shepherds here at the front, at the end of garage to pray over you. Anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And what will happen? The prayer of faith will save the sick. And the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he'll be forgiven. He's always combining the sin thing and the sickness thing. So healing is in the atonement. You understand? Wow. If you treat me well, I will show you one more or two. Now let's go to the Look for 18 to 19. I want to show you that Jesus' mission included. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me uh-huh, because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. That's the part of, of uh, the sins. Yeah, blessed are the poor in spirit for they shall 
inherit the kingdom of God. The earth is the meek, I think. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So, back to the other scripture. This is because he has anointed me to preach the gospel, the good news, to those who acknowledge that they are not able to save themselves. But he does it in there. He didn't say, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, has anointed me to preach the gospel of the poor. Bye bye. I'm off to preach. No, there is more. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, sicknesses of the soul, to proclaim liberty to the captives. Recovery of sight to the blind To set at liberty those who are oppressed To proclaim the acceptance of the Lord Which has to do with financial freedom That's why we talk about Spiritual, social and economic renewal Amen I'm finishing Acts 10.38 How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the evil for God was with him. So it is the healing is in the atonement. If you received Christ you also together with him received righteousness and you received healing. Now the water is in the well. The dishes are in the sink. Okay, the bucket. What are you going to do now? You need to get the water from where it is to where it is needed. Don't say, no water. No, the water is there. You just need to get it from where it is to where it is needed. Amen. Don't let the devil encroach on your body. Fight back with the light of scripture, with faith, with revelation one time I was watching TV it was a Christian program and the preacher was preaching and was teaching from Romans 8 10 and 11 and God opened my eyes to see the reality of it that's the day he said I will never fall sick again yeah it was about five years ago oh yeah I don't agree with sickness at all in my life now from that time you can be sure sickness has tried to attack me yeah I even got COVID the Delta one was it Delta the one which was very bad kept me down five days but I knew that this thing here get out yeah you you know when you find a strange man in your house at night do you say oh would you like tea coffee or juice First of all, you'll be like, how did you get in here? Can I see your back as the distance between us increases? That should be your response to sickness. Sickness is like a strange man in your house at night. 
addiction is like a strange man in your house at night mental sickness is like a strange depression is a strange man in your house at night gather all your authority and say tell them I'm going to blink twice and you need to multiply your presence by zero Amen. Let's stand up and pray. <laughs> oh, give thanks to God who has healed all our sicknesses. Who has healed all our diseases. Yes. Yes. Give thanks to God. And for those of you who have any kind of sickness in your body today, I believe God is healing you by His Word. Thank you, Father. Come on, lift your voice and pray, church. Lift your voice and pray. Pray to the God who heals all your sicknesses. Who heals all your diseases. Who forgives all your iniquities. Oh, thank you, Jesus. We bless you. We bless you. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. Don't be quiet. Don't be silent. Pray in the Spirit if you know how to pray in tongues. Pray in tongues if you know how to pray in tongues. If you don't know, just pray in English. Thank you, Father. We bless you. Thank you for your healing. Thank you for the atonement. Thank you that will never be the same again. Thank you that you're healing someone right now. Right now. Right now. In this moment. I rebuke all sickness. And all disease. And command it to leave your body. Oh, we bless you, Jesus. We bless you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. God heals. Oh, yes. You had Shepherd Bridget's testimony. I shared with you a testimony that gentleman yesterday shared yesterday. And those are just two of very many. In fact, we have a whole small book of testimonies. I hope you have ever got a copy. It's supposed to be free. You just always get check out there when you're going out it will encourage you amen amen so i want to pray for you if you're feeling sick or if you have any kind of sickness just put your hand where the sickness is or put it in your chest if you can't and i'm going to pray for you thank you Thank you, Jesus. You are the Lord that He left me. You are the Lord, my healer. You sent your word and He. And healed my disease. 
All of you in this building and all those in all the other locations and hosting centers and online as we pray right now I want you to receive your healing I want you to receive your healing Father thank you for the word of God that has promised and shown us that healing is part of the atonement and the same way that we are forgiven sins is the same way we are healed so I command healing to come upon every person who needs it right now. Wherever your hand is touching, may healing manifest in your bodies right now, in your mind right now, in every part of your life right now. Right now. Just pray in the spirit as you receive that healing. Thank you, Father. Online, online people, wherever you are, whether you're in church or you are by yourself, receive your healing. Receive your healing. Receive your healing. It will manifest speedily from this minute, from this moment. We command it to manifest. We cast every kind of cancer in the name of Jesus. We cast HIV in the name of Jesus. We cast heart disease in the name of Jesus. We command eyes to be corrected right now in the name of Jesus. Chronic headaches be gone in the name of Jesus. Every tumor that is threatening your life, we command it to dry up right now. To dry up right now. To dry up right now. All sicknesses in the blood. Sicknesses in the blood. Sicknesses in the blood. Leukemia and other blood sicknesses. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Be gone. And let there be healing manifesting. In the bodies of God's children. In this very minute. In this very minute. We refuse to let sickness stay another day. We refuse it. We command healing. And may God heal you. May he bless you. May he restore you. Is it Jeremiah 30 verse 17? Verse 7. Verse 17. Give me Jeremiah 30 verse 17. I feel this is someone's scripture. He says, For I will restore health to you and heal you of your wounds says the Lord because they called you an outcast saying this is Zion no one seeks her God is telling someone here I will restore health to you and heal you of your wounds they may have called you an outcast but that's not your state I will restore health to you and heal you of your wounds. Thank you, Father, for healing us. Can we have a mighty celebration of thanksgiving? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Featuring your shout of praise. Now, I'm expecting to hear many testimonies from here and all those in other locations and hosting centers. As we continue... We are going to do this for three weeks. Yeah. Healing is here right now. Amen. Now, healing is for the body and the soul. But the most important part 
is healing of sin which we cannot do ourselves. God has given Jesus our Lord to take our sins. When we are helpless, the Bible says while we were without strength, when sin was ruling us and telling us what to do, God sent his son to die our death for us. To take sin away from us. Amen. And how do we receive that? By accepting Jesus as our Lord and Savior. So maybe you are in this place or you are in another location. You are online. You've never given your life to Jesus. You don't remember ever making a public proclamation to say, today I want to get saved. To get born again. To give my life to Jesus. I want to pray with you right now. Amen. I'm going to ask everyone to stop moving except if you're coming to get saved. So if you want me to pray with you to receive Jesus, can I see you put your hand up straight? You're like, Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. I see all those hands. I see all those hands. Now I'm going to invite all the people whose hands are up to come here. Just walk here to the front. I want to shake your hand. Just God bless you, my sister. You're making the most important decision. It's time for for you to give your life to Jesus wherever you are. Just start walking. Just start walking. God bless you, my sister. Your life will never be the same. I've seen some students over there. Whoever you want to give your life to Jesus, come now. Walk to the front. Let me pray with you. Today is the day of salvation. God bless you, my sister. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Oh, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. You'll never be the same again. Oh, yes. God bless you. Oh, yes, my brother. God bless you. More people are coming. More people are coming. Start walking wherever you are. Don't let anyone slow you down. God bless you. Hour of salvation. May God bless you and may He heal you of every sickness. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. God bless you. It looks like, wait, wait, wait. It looks like the people on this side prayed for people to get saved. The people on this side, I don't know, I'm not seeing. Hey. Check with your neighbor, ask them, neighbor, have you given your life to Jesus? If they are not sure, if they are saying, I'm not sure, tell them, you need to go, I will go with you. Tell them, let me walk with you. Let me walk with you. Walk with them. During the altar call, we all support Liverpool Football Club. Because their motto is, you will never walk alone. So all those of you of Arsenal, man, you what? Please, right now we are in Liverpool. Then the moment we finish praying, you go back to Man, man you and Arsenal. And, oh, rather Man you. God bless you. I'm still, we are still receiving people. So please, that area there, check with your neighbor. Maybe they need to come and get them. Thank you, my brother. Keep walking. Keep coming. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. The hour of salvation is now. 
The moment of salvation is now. God bless you. Oh, yes. You know these students? These students who are giving their life to Jesus, they are going to have an amazing life. Yeah. You see, when you give your life to Jesus later, you, you have messed up so much. But when you're young, and then God is going to do a miracle for you students. You're going to be, to excel in your academics in the name of Jesus. Oh yeah. Everyone whose hand I've shaken, you're, you're going to excel. My brother, God bless you. Welcome. 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 I think I shook your hand. Double, double. All right. I have some new arrivals here. Hey. Oh, yes. Please. Have you asked your neighbor? It's not a joke. The Bible says, do the work of an evangelist. So do the work of an evangelist. That guy you've been dating may shock you. When he walks in front and you're there, you think, what? What a shock. Upstairs, I haven't seen people coming down from. Are, are we okay? Have you asked? We will wait for you. Oh, yes. The, the most important healing is the healing of the spirit, where you move from darkness to light. Oh, thank you, Jesus, that you've taken us from darkness to light. I'm going to make one more call. You know, many of you have flown. Uh, those who haven't flown, all of you are going to have to fly. You'll, you'll be on an airplane one day. And usually they will say, last boarding call. Last boarding call. Yeah. Flight heaven. Oh, yeah, people are coming. Flight heaven. Last boarding call, flight heaven. You don't remember ever publicly is making a proclamation to accept Jesus. This is the last boarding call. Please come. Please come. Please come. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Today is a good day. God bless you. God bless you, sir. Last boarding call, please. Wherever you are, just start walking. Don't let anyone intimidate you. This is your father's house. Oh yes, this is God's house and he loves you. That's why we are here. We are here for you. All of us are here for you. Amen. I feel like some more people are going to be coming to where I am right now. Oh yes, more people are coming. More people are coming. God bless you, my sister. You'll never be the same. Never be the same. Wow, I've never known a person who gave their life to Jesus and regretted it. No one. I've never known a person who gave their life to Jesus and regretted it. I've never known a person who gave their life to Jesus and regretted it. Oh, thank you. I've never known a person who gave their life to Jesus and regretted it. God bless you. Keep coming. Keep coming, children. This is it. This is your moment. This is your day of salvation. Oh, yes. God will do mighty things in your lives. Can I shake your hand? God will do mighty things in your lives. You will never be the same again. 
Praise God. Can you raise a mighty shout of praise to Jesus? Can you pray with me? Just say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Today. Today. I give my life to you. I give my life to you. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for giving me an opportunity. Thank you for giving me an opportunity to start my life afresh. To start my life afresh with you. With you. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. That I will walk with you all of my days. So I walk with you all of my days. I look forward to seeing you again. I look forward to seeing you again when you return for me. When you return for me. From today. From today. I will not live in fear. I will not fear death. I will not fear sickness. I will not fear people. Because you in me are as bold as a lion. Thank you for salvation. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Amen. Now, I want you to point your finger as if you're warning someone. You know those friends who are annoying like this. Say, Satan. Satan. From today. From today. You and me. You and me. It's over. It's over. I warn you. I warn you. Stay far from me. From me. I will not listen to you. I'll not listen. To I will you. not do what you tell me to I'll do. I not do what you tell me to because do. I'm going with Jesus. Because I'm going with Jesus. Amen. Amen. Can you let me celebrate? Oh. Okay, this here is our brother, Pastor Trevor. Can you just go with him briefly, just to take your names? We want to be praying for you. Yes, just follow him. Just over. Where are you going? Right there in that corner, yeah. So it won't, you won't be far. So, can we celebrate them as they go? Some Zono pastors. Could I have maybe two or three Zono pastors go with uh, Trevor to to welcome our our VIPs? These are our VVIPs. VVIPs. In heaven, there is a mighty celebration. Oh, yes. And those of you online and you've made a decision to follow Jesus, there's a number on your screen, uh, 0775-642-449. Please text or call. There's a pastor on the other end of that line. We are waiting eagerly to hear from you. Amen. And for the rest of us, God bless you. May God bless you. May he cause his face to shine on you. May he give you peace. May you walk in healing. May the healing manifest speedily in your body in everything you do among your friends, among your relations when you go home today and there's someone sick please lay hands on them and pray for them, they will recover Amen so may God bless you so much and may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all now and forever Amen Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. 
For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.